Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. The only thing that I was going to talk about was the same thing we talked about when I reached out to you, which was just my comments on whatever your comments were about sexual assault and I was just trying to see, have you see a different perspective, but I'm sure you had a bunch of people trying to give their perspective. So. No, no, no. See, it's good. See, uh, let me tell you what I saw in, when I did that post. One, I saw emotion, right? I saw emotion and I saw reaction. And it mm-hmm. taught me a lesson, but that's like how I always tell people, you have to respect other people's opinion, because what happens in this world, we all have our own journey, right? We all have our own flight pattern. And when you meet people the day you meet them, everything they have experienced comes out that day, if you touch on something that they've experienced. So I can't tell someone's wrong, and the other person can't tell me I'm wrong because of our journey, right? But what people misunderstood about when I say you only have an hour to report it, it wasn't to tell women how much time they had to report an assault case. My point, which is logical, why wait that long when you prevent other people from becoming a victim? See, because if a person is that kind of person and you wait a week, a month, 20 years, he could have he could have assaulted more people, and you had the ability to stop it right then. That makes sense, correct? No, it makes sense. But just like you said, we all have our own path and our own journey. Like some people, some people aren't ready to speak on their situation or aren't necessarily mentally equipped to do so until they feel like they want to or have to. Some people never do. So it's like. I don't know. I just feel like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I totally thing. agree. Yeah, and I and I was just giving my. I see what you're saying. And I was just giving my opinion. Hey, ladies or men, because men get assaulted too. Don't wait long. If it, if you right. if you if you if you're going to be embarrassed and you want to help out a person, get that person. Now, I did a joke once. I had a woman lie to me. Said she had cancer. And she was dying. Right. Her mm-hmm. daughters. I met her daughters. I thought I was really just. This man, I thought I was going to break this down and being a leader, because I take being a man very seriously. And when I told the girls, hey, can we talk to you guys? Um, your mom is dying of cancer. They laughed at me. Wow. And I, I'm talking about laugh. I, not laugh, I can disrespect laugh. They told me, they told me, TK, my mother's a habitual liar. So I met this woman in Columbus, Ohio. So six months from that moment, I was going to do a show. For six months, I said, what am I, how am I going to handle this on stage? Do I attack her? Do I talk shit about her and her family? But by the time I got there, the universe had prepared me how to handle it. And this is what I said. I said, it was so many people in this city hit me on Facebook saying, no, TK, this woman has been a habitual license grammar school. And this is what I told them. I said, if y'all would have held her accountable when she was a child, she had never got to me. True. 
that's the story I'm saying about that's true. Technical assault. But then, well, I mean, well, yeah, that's true. I feel like it, it's see, all situational, though. It can be all situational. Because that kid could have no, 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 done right. more of that stuff from her kid, from her family. Uh-huh. They would have never known of that behavior until she got that's older. That's so true, been, too. I mean, not saying right. that that is the case, but I don't yeah, know. It's right. just situational, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I totally I've agree with you. I've seen all the documentaries and all the things. Like, it, you do know, me a favor, hon. I can't really hear you. Are you on an um, earpiece? Yeah, I am. Okay, can you get off that for a second, sweetheart? Hold on. So I can hear you really well. Can you hear me better? Yeah, I can hear you a little better now, yes. Okay. Uh-huh, go ahead now. No, I was just saying I've seen all the documentaries and, like, I don't know. I think the most recent one I watched was the On the Record. I'd never seen that, the, where she's accusing okay. Russell Simmons of, you know. And it was just all these women felt the courage to come out because of her. The one story triggered all these other stories to come out. And in a sense, I can see, like, well, y'all waited so long for her to say what she had to say, for y'all to come out. But I also I also can see how, like, people, that, that kind of situation can make you really feel isolated, like, Okay. I, I know I had personally heard from another female that had a same situation with somebody, the same person that had, you know, assaulted me. Because I, right. I don't even know. I feel like I tweeted and the guy ended up DMing me, honestly making himself guilty. But anyways, and then somebody, other people reached out and she was just saying, you know, she, you're not the only one. I'm not the only one. I think he's like this. So I hear what you're saying. Like, had we actually, like, kept going and pushed for, further, you know, he could have been reprimanded as opposed to now. I, w- I just wonder, like, if he's still doing these things to other young women. Right, sure. right. If yeah, he hasn't been caught. Yeah. Now, watch the scary part. But, again, I don't have the energy at this moment to even deal with that because I was just so burnt out with, you know, initially trying to talk to the police and then being kind of ignored and forgotten about. So that's just kind of how my situation went. But, yeah, like, I don't know if I'll ever get the – want to do it. I might not just because it's just a situation that's so behind me and like but again I'm right. sorry like if he's still doing it, you know, then I'm I feel a type of way but Yeah, it's all yeah. it's all kinds of scenario. And then you gotta watch out for the people who take you guys' issues right. and try to make it seem like it happened to them and put innocent men in jail. Right. Because you got some women who will play the victim Knowing damn well that happened. Give me an example. I had a woman come to my hotel two or three o'clock in the morning once, massaged me, rubbed my dick. I tried to give her, give me some head. She wouldn't. Went down on her, and we wound up having sex. Right. She got up and left. Um, she told me when she got home. By that afternoon, she was saying, "TK, I really felt uncomfortable with what you were doing." Right then, I said, "Let me start recording this bitch." Wow. Because I felt, I felt an easy uneasiness about her. So before we had the phone call, she sent me pictures of herself, right? Sent me pictures. Right? right? Sent me pictures and everything, babe, like about six of the motherfuckers, right? Now, <laughs> after, the, after the pictures, she, I call her. She doesn't call me back. She waits for that evening, and she starts to have a conversation with me. I'm like, oh, TK, I don't know if I really wanted to do that. I was uncomfortable. But my experience told me to be a gentleman, not to right. be rude and disrespectful. Like, fuck you, bitch. You know what? I didn't want to do that. I said, well, you, if you felt I did anything wrong, I apologize. 
couple weeks later, she hit me again. And she said, TK, you, I think you are violent. I said, no, 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 no. I said, I recorded the conversation. I said, you ain't going to play me like that because I knew your ass was up to something. Wow. I ain't never heard from her since. Because we do have those situations as well. Back in the 90s, I had sex with two women in Chicago. And because I fucked the other girl a lot longer than the other bitch, that girl got mad and tried to press charges, babe. Mm, yikes. Well, you just you just had a lot of life experience, it sounds like. You know... But yeah, there are so, people who are who are, you. I wouldn't say you're predatory, but I feel like there are people who do shit like that. You know, right? It, it, they it, it, everybody to has to be careful. I, as like I right. tell my daughters, and they're not fucking yet, thank God. But if you don't feel like having sex with a man or thinking anything can happen, do not go into his apartment, stay your ass in the car, or take an Uber and take your ass home. I right. tell them you have one or two drinks you with a man and let you know the third drink means it's possible you want to fuck. <laughs> that's what it means, the third? Like right, yep. After the second drink, it's it's possibility you fuck it. You don't have to, but I give them that type of game. Because okay. I believe How old are your you daughters? Are, they cover your ass. Oh, my baby's young. They're 21, 20, and 19. What? But they they strictly in school. Mm-hmm. They're in college. Yeah, they're in college. They, they, they're all in um, okay. medical school. And they have dorms and things like that. Yeah, they're in dorms. Yeah, my, and listen to me when I say I'm, I'm close with my daughter. Ain't none of them fucking. They wouldn't tell you. Trust Why me. Why would they tell I'm, you? We're that. I'm, I'm, I'm daddy, daddy. We're that close. Okay. Yeah, we're that close. Because we, we talk about everything. They know if they well, fucking, they would tell me. <laughs> yeah, I know some people. Don't, I know some people think that's impossible to have with their fathers, but me, my boys, we got the we got the most beautiful relationship in the world. And I wouldn't be mad if they was fucking. I just know they're not I mean, it's, Listen, it's, it's, especially if you got some that are twenty, like they're in college. Like I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't put it past them. But you would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, they're but your they, kids. They, 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 they good students. They all on the dean's list. Um, they have no distractions, which is awesome. And that means a lot to me. Like I said, it's not, I don't want this interview to be about my baby's coochie <laughs> and if they fucking or not fucking. I'm just a father that if they was, that's cool. I hope they protect themselves. But um, I'm not going to be this guy who says, or oh, let the audience hear, oh, his kid's fucking. Now, when I was young, I was fucking. But I got enough kids in the world that I don't think my babies want to have babies. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I fucked enough for enough generations. So wow. we all good. Okay. Yeah, we all good. <laughs> hey, everybody doing anything in school. Everybody's successful. We don't have that kind of time. Now, I see you in Philly? I am in Philly. Yeah, one of my favorite cities. I've been rocking with Philly in Philly since 1988, but I'm doing a show there on March 25th. you got to come. Okay. Where is it? Yeah, you can be. Hold on, let me look at it real quick. Hold on. Okay, well, I'm, I got you on speaker while I'm still looking. Now, what kind That's of work cool. do you do up in Philly? So, um, I am a media instructor, which means I go into schools in Philly and help teach the teachers and students how to work with cameras and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome! And yeah. they haven't cut that. They haven't found the way to cut that budget. <laughs> Not yet. 
<laughs> well, it's funded by like I I don't work for the schools. I work for um, Philly's NPR station, and they have an education department, and they have like these really cool programs. So, yeah. Yeah, that is good, huh? How long have you been doing that? Uh, almost a year. Almost a okay. year. But you know, I'm okay. just trying to move myself up the ranks. I I have other ambitions and goals. <laughs> Okay, good like that, such as what? Um, well, I really originally went to school to be a TV news reporter, and then I kind of felt like that just wasn't my personal scene. I'm really into music. I'm creative, so I really want to try to do some work, like entertainment, journalism, things like that. I would love to get into radio. Mm-hmm. Have you thought yeah. to do it? Yeah, I have my own podcast called the Almost Adult Podcast with two oh, of my friends. Right? Okay. Yeah, you know, trying, but also got to make okay. money, so there's a balance yeah. to that. But. I found out yesterday that the T.K. Kirkland podcast is the top 50 podcast in the world. Really? Yeah, I was really impressed. The top 50. And we can find it everywhere? Yeah, you can find it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah SoundCloud. Um, I forgot pretty much all the handles that it's on. And it's amazing that my podcast is that big because I do no visual. Right, okay. Mine's just strictly like how we're doing it. And I would love to do visual, but I'm busy. I ain't got time. Like, I don't like being in one spot with cameras and a staff, and we meet there every week for the next 20 fucking years. I ain't got time. You don't like that? Oh, my God, I think that's so boring. Like, right now I'm (laughs) overlooking the water at the Ritz-Carlton in the Marina Del Rey, right? So right. it's just that, yeah. So mostly my interviews are done all over the world. It's never in the same place. Okay. Never so how in the do same you place. So you just strictly record it on your phone? I just strictly record it. Then I send it to New York, and they chop it up, do what they got to do, and they post it the next day. Okay. Sometimes I do the interviews on Thursday. Sometimes I do it on Friday. And that's another great thing. Sometimes you may not want to do an interview. So I may not want to do Friday or Thursday or yesterday or, but the day is the last day I got to get it done. And the turnaround is amazing. But that's another thing I'm like, I'm not, I'm not structured like that. It's easy going. Okay. Because a lot of people do podcasting just to say they have a podcast. No one is thinking about how to make money from their podcast. And that's the purpose of doing a podcast. The purpose of doing a podcast is like, how the fuck am I going to get a check? And nobody does the research on that because if people do their podcasts right, they can make two to three hundred thousand dollars a year. I but know, nobody thinks I'm about trying. that. People, just, yeah, because all I hear is people podcasting has taken up over the last. Yeah, they just want to talk. Twelve years somewhere to talk bullshit. Right, right, and that's the thing about um, what has happened in the social media world. Everybody has a voice now. Everybody get a, everybody gets a shot to sit at the table, and right. that's that's what that's what's dangerous. Yeah, it, it's really definitely getting to a right. point where it's like, okay, like not everybody needs to. Right, it sounds fucked up because our constitution, I guess, says free press, but I mean, not everybody is press. Sorry. Right, right, right. It, it, it's just so insane the things you <laughs> hear on the podcast, and you know, I get tired of the most. Is everybody got a fucking opinion about relationships? Oh yeah, that's that's the number one thing. 
That's the number, That's the number one, one thing. thing. And some people don't need to be talking. <laughs> but, it, but it taught me, let me tell you, because I'm much old, probably, I'm, I know you ain't older than me. So no. what life has taught me, with the young women today, it's not that they're lost, it's just that the world has changed so much that a man with wisdom has to know how to be quiet and bite his tongue. Yeah. Because if a person wasn't raised that way, an outside source can't teach that person how they should walk, how they should talk, how they should dress, because they'll be looked at as they're crazy. And that's what I learned. I did a um, an event, nothing but women. I didn't know what the question was when I walked out. And the lady asked me, TK, how do you feel about women submitting to men? The worst thing you can ask, that's the worst question you can ask yeah. today. But this environment. Man, yeah. <laughs> Any answer you're going to be like, oh no. Right, and I'm the only man, and it's the only the 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 the, the panel of women, and it's about 300, 400 women in the building. Mm. Now everybody okay. talking shit now. I gave my family talk shit, and I wanted to fuck the three of the women that was at the thing. I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so people talk that shit. So you ain't emotion. in a relationship, so you don't need to even give advice about relationships. Right, because see, I, I see relationships to me is irritating, and let me tell you why. Now you can find probably somebody right, but see, I have zero tolerance. I my days are so amazing. I don't want no one fucking it up. Okay. No one. And you think that you'll feel that way for the rest of your life? I'm 62. Hopefully I got okay. 30 more summers in this bitch. So I, I'm not, and I'm happy. Okay. See, see what I'm going to start teaching men, see, men and women need to start having hobbies, <laughs> activities, and things to do before they be in a relationship. Because everybody want to be in a fucking relationship, and their lives depend on it. So when things fuck up, they're depressed, they're suicidal, and they're going to kill a bitch or women want to kill a nigga, or two women want to start dating each other, or a woman leave her a man with three kids to go fuck with a woman, right? For no one has taken the time to truly develop themselves. Yeah, I agree. And in my opinion, people, people are too dependent on each other too much. And that's why I gotta, I'm going to do this book one day. I'm if I can start working on this week, it'll be out about a year or so. And that okay. thing is going to be insane. It's going to be an instruction, like a, a, just a hardcore facts of life journey. And if people will follow it, I'm, I'm guaranteeing it a 99% success rate emotionally and financially, especially if a kid can start reading that book at 12 or 13. Because what I've done with my podcast and my stand-up, the old heads and the older women love me, but I got the kids. I get DM'd by them. So, oh, I got the kids on lock. On lock. When I'm in <laughs> London, when I'm in motherfucking Notre when I'm in Germany, I got the kids on lock. And that was okay. impressive. It's truly impressive to see. Because yeah. in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? My kids is looking around like, Dad, how the fuck do they know you? It's hilarious. 
But I love it, though, especially my youngest daughter, to see the expression of her face when oh. young, girl, young girls come up to us and talk about how they love my podcast, O-R-U-T-K, Kirkland. Wow. Yeah, it's a beautiful feeling. Yeah, it's awesome. It, 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 yeah, it truly is. Yeah. Oh, I was about to place to the cup. Hold on. Oh, yeah, where is it? Let's pull my glass down. I don't be trying to fake it. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to fan. Oh, babe, I'm sorry. My face hit the, <laughs> I um, can Google it and find it before you. My face hit the um, damn camera thing. How's that going? It's okay. Watch our Google it and, and find it. Yeah, it's a nice place in Philly, too. And then I'm always there in October at um, the Helium Club. Right, okay. Yeah, always there. Yeah, but I've been rocking with Philadelphia for a long, long, long time. Okay, good night here for a minute. Now, are you married? No, I'm um I'm in a relationship though. Okay, are you happy? Um, yes, but I, I'm I'm I don't know. I always put myself in really dumbass situations. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Listening to this. What did you say? I said, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm. I'm a very aware female. I'm just. I I make decisions, and then, you know, I'm not stupid. I just make some of the decisions may be stupid. You need what there? I said I'm not stupid, but some of the decisions I make may be stupid. Okay, explain. <laughs> okay, well, well, the situation I'm just trying to move through right now. I'm in this relationship that I've been in. It's almost been a year. But mm-hmm. right when it was starting, I was, like, just beginning to fuck one of my, like, best guy friends that I was, like, super in love with. And that's always okay. an experience. And the right. problem with that situation was he had a fling in college with one of my friends that I was cool with that let me live with her and everything before I actually, like, moved out on my own. So, yeah, it was kind of crazy that I actually became really cool with him, and then years later we actually ended up fucking. But then, yeah, I guess I fell in love with this nigga. And then this nigga that I'm with now, who I actually, <laughs> I know, that I, <laughs> I know, I'm just a mess. This nigga I'm with now, I knew him when I was in fourth grade, and we were, like, best friends then. What? So now oh. we're together. <laughs> Only because this nigga was, like, it was just fast movement. Like, he knew what he wanted, and he was, like, you know, ready to be all in. Whereas I'm trying to figure out why this other best, the best friend guy is not as, like, forthcoming about how he feels about me. Remember, people are different, babe. That's yeah. what makes them different. Yeah. That's what makes them different. Um, the place is called Le Cabash, C-A-L-A-B-A-S-H. You know what it is? Banquet and Restaurant. No. It's on 6208 Lancaster Avenue. Oh, okay. I know where that's at. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's going to... Um, damn, when is the show? Yep, March 25th. Okay. I'll send it to you, too. Yeah, so let me tell you what I just heard. Let me tell you what I just heard. It's hilarious. 
One, the worst mistake women make is fucking with somebody they went to school in high school or in the fourth grade. <laughs> That's a mistake. All y'all say, no disrespect, I say, y'all say some of the dumbest shit. Oh, we knew each other from a long time ago. And it, no. See, my mother taught me a long time ago, don't recycle. What I mean by that is, if you met someone years ago, keep it moving. You want to meet somebody you haven't known to get to know them. Because if you met that person when you're four, guess what? Somebody has grown. Somebody's actuality is better than the other person. Right. Financially, mentally, somebody else saw the world more than that person. So why, like I met a girl, I'm from Jersey City, New Jersey, right? Okay. And I'm, try, I'm somewhere in the other part of the fucking world. I'm running to a girl from Jersey City. Fine, very nice girl. But I didn't fuck with her because I said, why would I travel all around the world to meet a motherfucker I met from my hometown? I could have just stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I see the world as an explorer. I, I look at the world, I'm an explorer. I explore. So okay. I'm not going to go and do things that I did a year ago. Everything has to get better and better every year of my life. And what these, these ladies do, and see, the thing that's so sad, I just think is that, like some people are addicted to drugs when they get, they could take a drug and they get uh, addicted. I think women has this gene that you just want to nurture a nigga. Because y'all pick some of the worst motherfuckers <laughs> on the planet. Because y'all feel like y'all wanna, I wanna help him. I wanna help him get his life together. So y'all, 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 y'all love being mothers. Mm. Y'all love catering mm. to people, and it backfires every effing time. It backfires every time. You wind up being in debt. You want to have babies from these type of people. You want to be an abuse. Some of y'all know the nigga a liar, and y'all still fuck with the nigga knowing that he a liar. You pretend that the, he ain't lying, but you know the nigga a liar. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. I don't either. <laughs> I, I really, I, I just really don't understand. And when I say... It's the most successful women and the mo- women who are not successful. I've seen it on all levels. It happens to bankers, attorneys, down to the cashier at 7-Eleven. Yeah. It's just, it's just that women's choices are the worst when it comes to men because I believe trust, you can trust the motherfucker, but, but verify. Trust, but verify. If the yeah. women did that, the relationship will be so much better. We get caught up too fast. Like, I think my, unfortunately, my, my mistake in this situation was that I just was so, like, excited about the circumstance. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when he asked me to be his girlfriend, I was like, yeah, but then I thought about it. Like, I've literally just re-met this nigga, like, two months ago. Like, what? Right, so, right. <laughs> like, and you see that there's there, but why are you not? Acting on it, right. So. Yeah, is he coming over your house a lot? No, we're together now. Like, it's been almost a year. He lives with you? Yeah. 
I'm going to smack the fuck out you when I see you. <laughs> you let the nigga move in? Did he have his own place? No. Oh, baby. I know. So when he came from wherever he was, where did he come from before he moved in with you? He was taking care of his grandmother. <laughs> so yeah. he didn't have no money saved up, right? He had no money oh, saved no. up. He didn't give you first and last month's rent when he moved in. He didn't help buy a new TV set or a new mattress. You know, he's not a gas ferry, right? You know what a gas ferry is? No. <laughs> a gas ferry. A gas ferry is a nigga who get up, put gas in your car, and make sure it's full when you're home. And make sure you like your tooth ferry, put a motherfucking quarter underneath the pillow for your tooth missing back in the day. Niggas got to be in gas ferries. <laughs> You know, you got to be a That's gas funny. ferry. If you, if you ain't got your shit together, nigga, get up, put gas in a woman's car. Get up, especially in Philly, it's cold, warm, hold car up, make sure the windows you're are nice. Hell, I'm not, when she come home from work, if you're not working, make sure she got bath water in the tub and then leave the house. I mean, listen, I feel like, I mean, we're not checking everything you just said, but a, a lot of it is. That's the thing. He's really sweet. He's great, all these things. There was a situation where, again, I told so there's a dynamic here with the best friend, remember, the, the other guy that I was fucking with before. So, yes, I did end up, I, like, you know, was seeing the best friend still, and it was the whole thing. So it was some drama behind it? Yes, there was some drama because I got okay, found no. out. You got what, babe? I got found out, you know. Okay, all right. So they called you a hoe and you ain't shit. Yeah, and then, you know, they're still here. Like, we actually broke up and he left. He went to go stay with his parents for a little bit. And then... Because that's when, that's when women now got to stand up and be tough. And you got to tell the nigga, look, this is my pussy. I fucked this nigga before I fucked you and I'm fucking you. So get some motherfucking balls, nigga. I'm, I'm rocking with you now. You can't tell me what the fuck I could do with my pussy way before I met you. That's like a female telling a nigga what the fuck to do with his dick before he met her. Like, bitch, you can't, a nigga can't do that. Mm. So next time that ever happens, be tough with them niggas. Like, nigga, this is my pussy. Oh, yeah, I fucked your best friend. And I, I, found, I realized that I like you. That's so not man, his best friend. They don't know each other. <laughs> Oh, they know each other. The niggas get they caught don't. up in I that said, shit. They, they, that's my best friend. They don't know each other. They're two men. So how did it, so, so were you upset about? Because he found out that I was fucking him. So. Uh, so how did he find out? Well, what happened? I was breaking up with him. Uh-huh. And in the midst of me breaking up with him, he wasn't understanding. And he just kept trying to be like, well, no, like we can't work it out. I'm just like, no, like I'm still... In love with this guy, and then oh, and you told him you was in love with another dude. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's dumb. On top of that, I dated a girl. I'm gonna go back to your story. I dated a Chinese chick in Atlanta, and you know I'm smooth, so the bitch fell in love with me. You're but, horrible. Um, it, it didn't work out long, long, because I'm a busy dude, and I still love her to this sweet girl. But she got back with her fiance. Okay. And she called and said, yo, we're going to see therapy. We're going to try to get back together because he didn't understand how I fell in love with you because he asked her, did she love me? 
She said, yes, I love that man. He was so upset. They went to therapy. She was calling me talking about he was in therapy crying because he don't understand that we was together for a short period of time and I fell in love with you. So yeah. my point is, one, he was dumb to get back with her because her heart was somewhere else. This yeah. man was wrong for dating you because your heart is somewhere else. So all in my head, what I'm thinking, he's a, a user. There's benefits to rocking with you. He has his own individual place. He's not staying with his grandmother. He's probably not helping you with rent. Or if he is giving you a few dollars, he's just giving you nickels and dimes here. He ain't really covering nothing. He ain't bought you no flat screen TV. He ain't bought you no motherfucking groceries every week. He don't put gas in your car. Stop me when if I'm wrong. He he put he there's groceries, there's money. He tried to buy me a bra and panties the, the other day and all that. That's yeah, but cool. uh, uh, yeah, but talking about a year though. It's been a year. He don't do it all the time. No. See, and and here uh, there's rules. When a man moves in with a woman, one, he's supposed to get her a new mattress because she's been <laughs> fucking with somebody else on the mattress, right? Like, I ain't sleeping on the mattress if another nigga lives there before me. Two, I'm going to give you some money for a rent first last month, first and last month's rent to let you know I'm serious. That's how I'm going to move. And three, I ain't moving in with no motherfucker woman. This is just based on if I had that kind of life. Like, I was right. going through the airport this morning. A fucking, um, one of the baggage guys stopped me. Said, yo, T, oh, my God, you can't get covered. Yo, T, what's up, yo? He said, everybody ain't got $25,000. Because, you know, I do this thing about you got to have $25,000 before you fuck with a woman. And he said, <laughs> well, what, what, so what I explained to him was you got to work harder. See, I always tell people, ain't no such thing as something's too expensive. That means you got to work harder to get what you want. Right. So, at what I the the, the twenty five thousand is really for the young kids again. Now watch what I'm about to tell you. See, everybody want to fuck, right? But now, the kids who are growing up, who are eleven, twelve, thirteen, who are listening to me, know that in about a certain time of their life, they need to have twenty five thousand in their pocket to truly date a woman of their dreams truly date in different cultures, to truly date that they could take a woman out to eat and treat her good because if you do that, there's chances you might find a good woman instead of just grabbing the easiest chick that'll go for the cheeseburger or she's got a fat ass or she fucking doesn't. Get me wrong, all that's nice when you're young. But when you mm-hmm. get older, pussy can't pay no bills. When you get older, beauty can't pay no bills. When you get sick, beauty can't pay no bills. You got to have a motherfucker that got their shit together, that if shit hits the fire, you are covered. Then you got to do plan, and that's plan B. Plan A is having insurance, medical insurance, annuity, insurance that could take care of you so you don't have to go in assisted living. You got insurance that will take care of you that you can pull out and pay a staff to take care of you. But the reason why people right now who will probably listen to say, oh, nigga, that's the, I can't do that because you start <laughs> living in a game. This is something all parents should be teaching their kids at a young age so when they do get in their 50s, 
When they do get in their sixties, they are prepared. Mm. You know, and that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to make sure people are prepared, prepared or aware of what they have to do. Like we need, you know, I was, I was watching some commercial in Vegas where they got this private school. They teaching these kids two languages and coding. This is the shit all kids around this country should be learning in, in grammar school and high school today. Mm-hmm. But it's you not know, happening, they, of course. Yeah, they, you know, and that fucking dishonest dude, dishonest, whatever his name is, um, talk about the African-American studies is not beneficial to the culture, bitch-ass nigga. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, that's definitely. And see, and what I'm trying to tell people is, see, we don't have to forget our history to make others comfortable. Right. See, they want us to forget. They do. They want us to forget. But ain't no motherfucker. Yeah, because they want to forget. Like, <laughs> no, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna forget all the shit they did to our people. It's fucked up. Now I hang around them. But in my head, I'd be thinking about assassinating these motherfuckers. Like, I'm going to talk about in my stand how how I'll be snitching on white people. Like, I was at the grocery <laughs> store. So I was at the grocery store, and I saw this man with some beer, but the beer was under his cart. And he had one on the, um, uh, what's the thing that flies by when they get ready to pull it up on the register? What's that thing called? Uh, I don't know. A, a conveyor belt or whatever. Right. So I went to one of the other cashiers, excuse me, the white guy in the with the uh, cart. He has beer underneath his thing and I don't think that they um scanned it. <laughs> right. They said she said, No, Mr. because they know me. There's a nose girl, he took care of it. So anytime I see white people do some switches, I be telling them they ass. Good. I sure do. <laughs> I they sure think they do. can get over it, and they, and they have. So the more they can, <laughs> the more they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 the, I'm the version of Karen in my world. I be telling white people all the time. You Kareem like he took an extra. He took an extra candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that is too crazy. That is too crazy. But listen, I really enjoy talking to you, Mark. This is my number two. So make okay. sure you lock it in. Um, if you with him March 25th, bring him to the show. If not, bring one of your girlfriends. Okay. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to bring him if you're going to start talking shit. You know I'm going to be talking shit. Yeah, so how about no? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I might fuck around and bring the best friend. Let me start. <laughs> yeah, I actually seen people get up. I'm up at this show in Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I had came on stage, and the first thing I think I said, I said, I date married women and women who are in relationship. This nigga got his bitch up out of that motherfucker so fast. Like, it was like I paid them to do it. It was the audience and everybody started laughing. Yeah. Oh, babe, that shit was so hilarious. <laughs> So hilarious. Yeah, yeah, so I want you to live your life to the fullest and put that nigga out and just date. Date both of them, babe. <laughs> He's not going to want to do I'm that. I'm just keeping it 100. The other one would be fine with. That's why I like him. He's so free and just, you know, go with the flow. I mean, I like being in a relationship. I like the attention, but, like, 
I don't know, something about the restrictiveness. I never thought that I would feel this way, but... Yeah, but here's what you're going to play. You're playing a dangerous game. Okay. Because I don't know how great your pussy is. I don't know how nice you are, but you're being nice. So here's my point. (laughs) One of them niggas is weak, and they find out that you fucking other dude, he can kill you. Well, the one I'm with was giving me that vibe when he found out. The other one doesn't give a fuck. This this is the best friend yeah. talking about. The other one is the best friend. Right. He doesn't care. Yeah, but this guy kill you, babe. He no, I don't think so, but... I, Every I, I nigga just, got a breaking point when it comes to pussy. But, okay, you're right, though. I had a girl fuck me so good one time that the condom came up, and I started looking around the room to see where I was going to put the baby crib. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, that when the condom gets stuck up in there, yeah, that's happened before. I know, pussy was so that good. I was, was looking around, around. I'm like, where am I going to put the baby crib? Because this bitch pussy good. <laughs> but what the... <laughs> and that's the other I thing. Been... I'm trying to get my life right before I get fucking pregnant. And I just can't do that right now either. Thank you, babe. You said the most honest thing that I respect <laughs> right now. I would love you now. Now... Yeah. Don't you have none of them niggas' babies until you I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. I, hopefully nobody ever listens to this. But I really, I'm not going to lie. I would have the best friend's kid. It's still questionable about the other one. That's so sad. Yeah, but get your, but get your money up first. Right. Because you know what most women don't do? Most women get pregnant and start chasing the father down to help. But yeah. when a woman has a nigga's baby, it's really your child unless you're married. And don't do right. that to the kid. And let me tell you, I got seven baby mamas. And I love all you my You got kids. seven? Seven. Three was one night stand. Ain't that a bitch? Wow. And my point that I'm making is, I wish all my kids were from one woman. Right. Now, every now and then on stage, I might say, I got seven kids from seven baby mamas. And I go, ooh. I said, that's evil. I said, why would I want to have seven kids with one woman? I said, that's selfish. What the fuck I said, that's some evil shit. But in but morally morally, I wish my kids was on on the one room and really I wish I had one child. Because I love them <laughs> so much that my love is stretched thin, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And so I don't want that for you. What I want yeah. is you to have your money together that if the nigga leave you you ain't got to chase him. You ain't got to be struggling. You got to be pulling your hair out. And how old are you now? I'm 25. Okay, yeah, you got time. So listen to me very carefully while I'm about to tell you it's going to be the most realest shit you ever hear in your life. <laughs> okay. Don't have a nigga's baby till you're about 35 years old. Let me tell you why. 35? You don't want to meet somebody now. You'll break up. You meet another nigga because you put that nigga in jeopardy emotionally to raise another nigga's kid. Now, the more children you have, the more you put yourself in a hole in finding a good man. See, because That's true. the world is waking up, niggas ain't trying to fuck with women who got kids. So why destroy your life because you just fucking at the Hampton Inn? Because the best friend liked you and at your age you thought that was a fly shit and you get pregnant. 
Now you're 35, you're 40 years old. You meet niggas, you meet niggas, you niggas fucking with you because you fly. But nobody really fucking with you because you got other niggas kids. And that's a horrible feeling, babe. When a nigga got to come in, you got a kid, he in your house, or you in his house. He's raising another nigga kid, trying to be a leader and shit. Find the other nigga kid, sneakers and all that. Then you got some nigga who'll look down on the baby daddy. But the baby daddy, don't care fuck baby daddy. Happy you met with Michael now. That's pressure of him. I'm sure. fucked up cycle. I don't want to be involved in any of that, which is why, you know. Right. I feel like I've been hanging on by a thread. I've made okay choices. Like, I'm not all the way... Yeah, you're only 25 years old. Now now my conversation is different with you because you're only 25. Right now, these are your years to explore. Remember that. From 19 to 29, these are your years to explore. But at the same time, stacking your money, getting your credit together. Don't be letting different niggas come in you. Because as you get older, that's how women get cervical cancer and hysterectomies. Mm. Because different the sperm, you know, sperm, different nigga sperm, that's bacteria. It does something to the body. Mm. You know? And if you're fucking more than in one week, make sure you put a condom on. Because you've got two different niggas. And that and your pussy going to start sinking in about a week. <laughs> now you're going to have an odor in the room. Now that nigga gonna pass it around, you passing it to two different niggas. You don't want that. No. I'm good. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> All right? And you can call me anytime. Okay. But yeah, you come to my show on the twenty fifth, I got you. Bring whoever you wanted to, but you're gonna have to let the nigga who you really don't like go. But then until you're twenty seven okay. years old, have fun. But be upfront with the nigga. Hey, listen, you know how I'm saying? I still want to go out he with says, you. I just feel like he's going to fall apart again. I just don't have time. Like, oh, yeah, you don't even want no nigga like that. I don't. Don't get caught up at your age worrying about another nigga's feelings. Yeah, you're right. I care too much don't about other people's feelings. Yeah, because you end up being fucked up in bad situations for the rest of your life, babe. Don't do it to you. Please, please okay. don't do it to yourself. Please, please don't do that. Stack your money. Stay focused. Fuck when you want to fuck. Make sure you got condoms. Make sure you got your plan B. <laughs> you got a whole beautiful life ahead of you. Do well, not fuck it up because it's some dick and all that kind of shit at, at 25. So many right. of our women get caught up at 25 and be miserable for the rest of their motherfucking life. Mm, I needed to hear this randomly today. <laughs> yeah, for the rest of their lives. There's so many nice women I've met in my lifetime. I couldn't really commit to them because where I'm at in my life now, I don't want to fuck with a girl that got kids. Right. Now, years ago, so I've been every type of nigga in my 62 years on this planet. I've been the side nigga. I've been the side, side, side nigga. I've been the raising another nigga kid nigga. You know what I'm saying? I've been a nigga, got a bitch pregnant, and had to pretend that I wasn't the father. 
<laughs> because at that time mm. she was fucking with a rich nigga. Mm. I've been, I've done it all. I've been the nigga who was fucking five women at one time. Two got pregnant. One was cheating on her husband. She had to get an abortion. I've, I've been through all. When I say I am a true candidate for the position of telling motherfuckers the real deal in life, I'm that dude. And you know who I've grown to like, but he has just recycled a lot of my stuff? Kevin Samuels. Okay. I like Kevin because Kevin says what I... Somebody told me this, and I took what he said. He said, TK, I think Kevin has been watching, and I've been around a lot longer than Kevin Samuels. I've been in this entertainment prison going on 40 years. So I know he had to come up watching me. But I like how, if he did watch me, I like how he put what I was talking about in a different perspective and how he was brutally honest. The, the, the stuff that I've seen him do is not offensive to me. I think women need to hear it. But we live in a society so bad that they want to put that man down. I, I say the same things he says, but I say it differently and I give women solutions like feels like I gave you. I'm not going to tell you <laughs> fucked up and all that. I'm, I'm giving you the game. Yeah. On how to win at the rest of your life and not be the typical average woman in the world. I don't want that yeah. for you. I don't want that for myself, which is why I've been doing I've, I've been fine thus far. You know, I feel like I'm at a crossroads. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, just don't have, listen, be at a crossroads all your life. Just don't give no nigga no baby. Right. <laughs> yeah, you could do it. Yeah, it's not wrong being at the crossroads. Just don't have no kids. Suck dick, lick balls, get your ass licked, get your ass smacked, have a nigga pull your hair, get the sweat going on, but don't you have no nigga, baby. <laughs> I'll give you one exception. If you fuck a nigga who's a millionaire or richer. Okay. That I'll give you a chance, because at least you know financially the child will be taken care of. What if I love him, though? Hey, baby, love don't pay the bills. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm old enough to tell you that shit. Love don't pay. Because one day you're going to be old, baby. You hear me? One day mm-hmm. you're going to be old, and I want you to think that far in advance. And you don't want to be in nobody's back room with a blanket. They come feed you. You shit on yourself at 1 o'clock when nobody came to wipe your ass about 637. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's real, though. That's real, babe. You can't find your socks. One sock is missing. Your nails not done. You need a whack. You got hair all going out the crack of your ass all your down your back. <laughs> or you could take the game I gave you today, apply for the rest of your life, and one day when you're 60, I may not be here, but I want you to like, yo, I remember when T.K. Kirkwood gave me this game. Mm. See, because there's a million dollars worth of game. Yep. And then this OG game. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a million dollars worth of game, but then there's OG game, and it ain't good game. It ain't game unless it's good game. Right. And there can't, there can't nobody tell the truth the way I do. Because, one, I'm older than everybody. I got the receipts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got the receipts. You got the experience. Mm-hmm. I sure do. You stay in touch until you March 25th. Okay. You better not be pregnant when I, when I get there. I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'm not going to be pregnant. Okay. Cool. Thank you for your okay, time. I appreciate friend. you. Okay, hon? You too. Appreciate uh, oh, it. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. I got to make an announcement real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, this is TK Kirkland. This week, February 10th through the 12th, catch me at Riddles Comedy Club in Aspen, Illinois. Make sure you get your tickets. It will be one. We do this for the last five years. Shows have been selling out insane, and we truly appreciate it. Also, follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. All right? And um, what else can I tell you? To my friends in Germany, Japan, uh, Egypt, um, Barcelona, uh, Africa, London, England, Australia, I want to thank you guys all over the world, to Jersey City, New Jersey, my hometown, to California, to the Bay Area. I would thank you guys for all the love and support, and I appreciate you. We want to thank our guests for taking the time to um, talk to us about. We had a situation a couple of weeks ago when I said um, you have an hour to report if you was violated sexually. And she gave her opinion. I gave my opinion. And we agreed to disagree, but we're on pretty much on the same page. And to the people yeah. listening to this on podcast today, there's so many gems in this. Hopefully something that we said today has better your life. Until then, this is TK Kirk, the podcast. I wish you the best, baby. And to the world, Thank may you. your pain be champagne. I'm out, though. See ya. Take care, then. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.